Hey, this is John Lagodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. So I hope everyone's been having a really good week. I know I've been very busy myself, just doing the normal day-to-day stuff on the business and working on projects and so forth. Tell me, what... Um, what have you been doing this week, everyone? What uh, questions maybe do you have that we can help or things that you want to share with the group? Maybe some something you've that's helped you in your business? Who wants to start us off? Julie, you were um, very quiet last call. Well, I was thinking of being very quiet this call to give everybody else a chance to have their say. Okay. Well, if there is something you want to talk about, Julie, Feel free to. Oh, look, my whole week's been a total disaster, John. That's why I'm keeping quiet. Okay. I haven't been able to get onto uh, blogging at all because um, I've had just so many things on my plate. And uh, when I start something to do something worthwhile, you know, I get interrupted and I have to go somewhere else. So. Okay, so you mean you haven't been able to do business stuff because uh, because internet marketing stuff? Yeah, internet marketing. I have hardly been on the computer. Um, that's another thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, because I do volunteer work at two mm-hmm. different places at the moment. So, Oh, that's nice. Good on you. I'll get that's back really to good. what I need to get back to. I've got a few more articles uh, on my blog. I still haven't figured out how to do the, um, the pictures in it because I believe mm-hmm. that you can, if the picture is too big, you can actually break the theme frame and then it's stuffed up and you have to start from scratch. Is that right? Well, it depends. Uh, I'm not sure about that. I, I know some themes, they automatically adjust images. Yeah, some do. So, but yeah. I tried to um, upload a photo of a uh, produce, but it was too big. And what it did, it actually, mm-hmm. instead of producing one photo, it produced like 12 right across the board. And I didn't want that. I had to delete that. So it, oh, it didn't okay. adjust the image at all to suit the particular frame. Okay. So I don't okay. know how to change that. Um, I have seen a blogger physically and he told me how to change the image in paint or there's a tool that you can crop the photo, etc., etc. And um, yep. because he was sitting where he was sitting and I was just sitting beside him watching him, it's better if when, you, when you're sitting in front of your own computer and then doing it physically rather than being mm-hmm. shown how to do it, I find. Yeah. Well, look, maybe we, maybe that's something we can even do today. We can talk a bit about that um, because uh, there is some, yeah, definitely some thoughts I can share on that. So, um, yeah, I'm going to write that down and that's maybe something we can, we can do together. How do we have a photo to suit the particular theme that you've chosen for your blog? Okay. Yeah. So let's, I'm just going to write this down. So how to resize. Resize. Images yeah. for your blog. For your blog. Mm. Okay, no, that's good. Thank you for that, Julie. All right, let me ask uh, Jane. Jane, how are things going with your 
internet marketing business? I am very slow with it. Very slow. Um, okay. Yeah, tell I, us a bit more. What have you been up to? Anything maybe holding you back? I think I have too many hands in the fire. I think I'm... <laughs> I think I join too much, and then I don't really give everyone else what they, you know, the follow-up day. I just get overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, follow-up dates. I'm not sure what you mean by that. Sorry. Um, like I've sent out an email today, and then I don't know enough about the get response at Aweber to really do a good job of sending out mailing constantly. And I'm really mm. not sure how to send it out, how often I should send it out. Okay. All right, good. Let's let's talk about that as well today. Let's talk about autoresponder um, uh, sequences. Okay. All right, that's a good one, Jane. Thank you. You're welcome. So, uh, now, now, when you also, also, you're talking about how maybe you have too many hands in the fire. Is that what the way you put it? That's an old Southern saying. Yes, okay. I am. <laughs> I am a member of a lot of com of affiliate members of a lot of companies. Yeah. Yeah. I am a shiny object chaser. I'm not a <laughs> shiny object chaser. <laughs> I'm not chasing it because I've run out of money. <laughs> I need okay. to use so, what I've got to make money. And I yeah, can't seem yeah. to get I can't seem to get my uh, mailing out. I can do everything but that part. Okay. Well I thank you for being candid with us, Jane. I mean I think there's a lot of us that are shiny object chasers. We might not admit it. So uh, yeah, you're definitely not unique there. <clears throat> We're gonna talk about that today, so I'll put that down. And we'll, we'll go over that. Orika, how has your week been? Um, anything that you wanted to talk about in today's call or share with the group? Yeah, anything? I have to say I'm doing fabulous. You know I am very positive thinking. So I, I continue doing what we started together. I set my goal and my strategy for 2015. I know I have to go and I have in front of my eyes. I put a picture of everything what I want to do in 2015. It's on my right side of my desk. And um, I start doing pretty good actually this week. I have four new people who start to try 30 days trial of water. Excellent. Uh, I install a machine on my, a demo machine in my chiropractic home which is a huge. I took one month of chiropractic treatment to get to make him a friend. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was able after one month, nice. I installed nice. his house because he has a great potential for networking. It's like okay. I am looking for John. I'm, I was looking for that guy too. And tomorrow, mm-hmm. you know, I developed a job program and tomorrow, I'm going to a job fair to try to recruit some people who have no job to recruit, to teach them about the business opportunity. That is what I want told you. I want to enroll them in my business with the water and in your program to be here with us. Because, you know, you are, 
your determination and the fact you kind of we are responsible and you are asking us every week make us to sing more we are more mm -hmm. uh, we have to be accountable to us but when we have to be accountable to entire world and to you it's different so i am yeah. working yeah. in my i wasn't so good and disciplined like i didn't finish i start working a lot of things in the same time so now if I want to try the new one, I say, no, you sit down and finish what you started. So I am more efficient lately. But uh, mm -hmm. uh, if I will be more focused, I I am really sure my six figure for 2015 will come. And I want actually the plan is to help 100 people who has no job in 2015. This is my yeah. goal. So, oh, that's okay. fantastic. Well, yeah, yeah you've been awesome. Doing awesome, Auriga. We really appreciate you sharing with that with us because, you know, we love that um, enthusiasm and energy and, you know, you, it's coming through. You're getting results. It's very exciting. It's, yeah, it's you really, have to do really yourself. You have to wake up in the morning. Every morning at 6 o'clock, my clock is ringing. I wake up and I take a shower and I start working on my project. And uh, Sure, I have a lot of obligation for my main business, which I have to do during the day because I still have to feed and take care of my people. But I try to least eight hours per day to be focused on my internet and water business. So it has yep. to be done. Another way, yeah. another way we will not succeed. We have yeah. to be yeah, and now, is there anything? Uh, yeah, sorry. Is is there anything that you feel that you're like? What what would you say would be your weakest area? Right now, my weakest is to follow up, to have the follow up for the email which are coming for the people who subscribe in the webinar. I yeah. have new people, and I get just lost in another things, and I am not really always in time with um, following up. And now, 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 you, do you mean setting up an email sequence for them to go through uh, that they can receive from you, or do you mean follow up as in call, actually calling these people that are subscribed no, to your I list? I don't have a telephone number, but I could keep warm the list which I have since I work with your web uh, uh, landing page. I have five, 450 people on my email list, and least mm -hmm. I should have to send them probably one week something and then to yeah. see yeah. to whoever open list to send them something I guess I'm very bad on that yeah so so what have you got in the follow-up sequence at the moment for that list I what do they receive I finish your follow-up you know and now for months I send weekly email with different, even some training for entrepreneur or something to be warm up, you know. But yeah. in the last month, I guess I didn't send anything. And oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I guess I suppose to keep warm that market because I pay and I spend time for. I have about five hundred. It's not a lot, okay. but there are people. Okay. All right. So let, that's a good one for us to talk about. Let's talk about um, keeping. Uh, uh, consistent yes. contact uh, contact with your list. All right, let's let's talk about that as well. Thank you today. No, thank you, thank you. All right, TK, appreciate you being on the call. 
TK, what's been happening with uh, you? What what's some successes maybe or things you're struggling with at the moment? I uh, didn't do too much. That's I think that's uh, that's the main problem. Okay, you you're doing too much. No, I I say I did not do too much. Okay, well, you're not doing enough. I didn't enough. do enough. I think. Okay, why why uh, what's holding you back? From working on your business um, yeah I've got some other commitments and also I think um, uh, he, <clears throat> human deficiency uh, elaborate if you can I'm not <laughs> sure what you mean by that oh that means um, yeah I just uh, sort of uh, I feel I haven't done enough Enough. That's all. Mm-hmm. So, and, and is that something that's concerning you? Are, are these should are you placing the right priority on where you're spending your time at the moment, uh, or do you feel you should be spending more time in internet business, or or not? No, I. Uh, but for last week, right? I think I should be. Yeah, I. I think I. I. I did uh, do the right thing because there's some other more important things. Mm-hmm. But uh, still, okay. that is not an, a good excuse for not doing enough for internet marketing. But um, mm-hmm. you know, but I do have something more important. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, is there anything else that you're finding challenging in your business? Uh, Online business. As, as, uh, once I once I find uh, something further, I would I'll let you know. And it is that. Um, okay. Uh, we'll talk. We, we we may talk a bit today about uh, one of the things that you did brought uh, you you brought up as well. So appreciate you uh, sharing that with us. Let me go through all the things that everyone's mentioned. The first thing Julie was talking about about images for the blog. Now, what I like to use for images for anything to do with images, I use a program called GIMP. Has anyone familiar with GIMP? It's free, it's open source software. You can download it for free. You go to GIMP.org, that's... Uh, G-I-M-P.org? Yeah, that's right, G-I-M-P.org. You go there, you can download it and install it. It's a pretty big package. It's it's the, it's pretty much the same as Photoshop. Okay, so Adobe Photoshop, it's a great program, quite expensive, whereas GIMP, it'll pretty much do what Photoshop does except it's free. Yes, I've heard you mention this in money videos about about this year. John, is, yes. is it spelled with a G or a J? G. G, okay. Yeah, G-I-M-P dot org. Uh-huh. Um, so you download the software. So, and, and if... Um, now, I'm, I'm recording this, Julie, by the way. I want to put this on YouTube so you can actually see what I'm doing here. But let me open an, an image. Where's a large image I can open? All right, so here's an image I've got. It's a pretty large image. So with GIMP, what I'll do, let's say for a blog, right? Many times for your blog, it'll tell you the dimensions, the the, the, the favorable dimensions that it would want you to post an image. Yeah, it does. Whether it's a thumbnail image or you're just posting it, you know, you're just adding an image into your post somewhere. Mm. So it's important to know the dimensions. And... Uh, what you can do is get, let's say I've got I've got an image here that I'm looking at. It's one thousand two hundred by six hundred twenty eight pixels. Mm-hmm. And let's say, for example, I I needed to get it to um, six hundred by four hundred. 
So what I would do with this image in GIMP, I go to image and then I would... Before you go on, John, would you save the original image before you start cropping it? Okay, yeah, yeah, good question. So sometimes you, you can copy the file and then work on the, the file that you've copied. Yeah, made a copy of. in case you or, make a mistake and then, you yeah, know, yeah, uh, yeah, if you lose yeah, that, yeah. then you've got really nothing to turn to to start again. Yeah, exactly right. Or you can start working on an image and then click on Save As. Oh, okay. So whichever you prefer, like uh, e either way is fine. So it'll keep the original image once you say yeah, exactly. what, the one that you're working on that you could say Save As. That's right. When you click Save As, it leaves the original and it create and it saves it as a new file oh, that you can okay. you can continue working on. Um, then so, you'd have to call it something else, wouldn't you? To yeah. differentiate be between the two files. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's right. So, so if I've got an image, like I said, I've got a twelve hundred by six twenty eight pixel image. Let's say my blog wants. Uh, I'll make it even smaller. Let's say my blog is saying I want it three hundred by. 250 so I would go um, that's usually in pixels though isn't it yeah that's right pixels so in, so in GIMP would, would that show up in pixels as well or would it show up in a different measurement like maybe millimeters or it centimeters tells you, it tells you in pixels it does tell you in pixels okay yep so let's say I scale the image um, and it actually what it does in GIMP it actually gives you a choice you can actually change by default, it'll use pixels as a measurement, but for what, let's say, for whatever reason you need to know in millimeters or centimeters or or inches or whatever, you can change the way it's showing you in pixel. Oh, sorry, in, in GIMP, the measurement. Uh, but by default, it'll show you in pixels. So let's say I need to make this image 300 by 250. I would change uh, this one here to 250. I'll change one of the, the, the height to 250. Uh, I'm, I'm scaling the image now. Uh, so it's made now the width 478. It's made the uh, height 250, and I click on scale. And so now the image is much smaller, right? So it's gone from 1200 by 628 to now 478 by 250 pixels. But I need it to be 300 by 250. So then I go back into image, and I click on canvas size. And... Um, did you just and say canvas, C-A-N-V-A-S? Yeah, canvas size. And again, I'm, I'm recording this. I'll actually upload this to YouTube so you can see this. But um, so I'll change it to canvas size. And you can see the cam the, um, this is not locked. Uh, like Anyway, it's, it's hard to explain on the call. But basically, I'll change this to 300 at the top here. And then... In GIMP, it'll, it'll show me a preview area of what it's going to look like now that I've shortened the um, I've shortened the width to 300, so I can slide the image where I where I would like it to cut cut itself off. So I'll do it there, resize, and then um, and that's basically. I also I'll also go to the image and select layer to boundary size. Okay, so anyway, so I've I've made my 300 by 250 image. Uh, and now again, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm, I can ev either overwrite the existing files. This is what Julie was talking about before. I can overwrite the the file that I've been working on, or I can save it as a new a new file or export it as a different file. So I'm just gonna export it as uh, something else. I'll call it Beauty Therapy Number Two and export. 
so it's asking me the quality i just leave it the default for the jpeg quality um look you know with, with images when when you're creating images for the internet you want to make sure that they're as small as possible right the file size is as small as possible so that it doesn't take a long time for it to load when people bring up your image okay mm -hmm. But at the same time, you don't want the, the quality to be so bad that the image looks really rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you, you want to have a nice-looking image, but you don't want the image uh, to be too large a file size. So anyway, look, when, I'm, when I'm creating JPEGs uh, with GIMP, I leave the default setting. It has a, a quality as 90. I like to leave it at that. I find it's, it's good. Um, so that's what I recommend, but it, it's good to, um, you can play around with the quality. Uh, you know, you can change it from 90 to something lower, or you can change it to something higher, uh, depending on what you're using it for. So that's how I work with images in GIMP uh, for my blog. Actually, one of the things that I did want to talk about is that when, you, when you're working on an image and you go to scale the image, there's a little lock. There's a there's a, like a chain symbol on the side, and when when it's chained together, that means that if you resize, and, and typically when you scale an image, like to make it smaller, you do want to change the width and height at the same time. So it'll actually the links of the chain will be together. Meaning, if you change one, if you change the width, it's also going to change the height. But when you're trying when you're changing the canvas size of an image so when you know the length is too like the width of the image maybe is too wide you want to like before when i was working on this image i had a width of 478 and i had a height of 250 now i like my height i wanted to keep the height as 250 but i didn't want the width to be 478 anymore i wanted it to be 300 so i made sure that the the chain was uh unlocked so so that means I can change my width, right, and it won't affect the height. So that's what that symbol is on on the side. Uh, and as you watch this video, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. All right. So for the sake of time, I'm not going to talk any more about images because I want to talk about uh, what Jane mentioned before, and that was autoresponder sequences. Sorry, Orika also had a question about keeping consistent contact with the list. So, Jane, sorry, refresh my memory. When we were talking about autoresponder sequences, what was the thing that you were stuck on again? Uh, what I had was stuck on was how many times do I need to send an email? I read some uh, articles and it says you should send seven. So I'm oh, okay, not okay. sure if you send seven of the same thing, do it how many days a apart i'm not okay. sure all right good question all right good question so so when when someone first opt into your list you want to be sending them an email every day not not for very long i'd say maybe the first three days so when someone first opt in send them a daily email for three days in a row Okay, now the reason uh, you want to do that is because when they first get on your list, that's when they're the most warm. Like that's when they're really hot. Uh, they really want your stuff, and they 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 really want to learn from you, or maybe and maybe even purchase from you. Okay, so the first three days you'll send them a daily email. Then after that, 
you'll send them an email once every couple of days. So, so every, every two days. That can go for a, as long as you like in your sequence, okay? Um, now, you, you then, let's say you, you, you're, you want to con continually keep in contact with them. And this is your, your follow-up sequence. I'm not talking about broadcast messages that you send out, like you actually type up and send out to your list. I'm talking about messages that you, you have in the sequence waiting for them just to be sent out. So, so you might want to spread that out. Maybe, you know, if you, let's say you do two days for uh, every two days you're sending out an email. Let's say for, uh, for a month. And then after that, you might send it out every three to seven days. Okay. After that. Okay, that's so, good. Now, and a common question is, well, how long should my email follow-up series go for? So some, you know, some people are saying, should it go for a month? Should it go for two months? Should it go for a year, two years? Uh, look, the, there is, there's a bit of a, like a catch-22. Now, if you have a really, obviously, the, the more you keep in contact with your list with your follow-up sequence, the easier it is for you. Like if you've got a year's worth of emails, that makes it so easy for you because then you don't have to actually go and physically um, send out broadcast messages because they're, they're getting contacted from, from you for a year. But the downside to it is, you know, things change all the time. So very often you have to revise your follow-up sequence, right? You know, whether, whether something's out of date um, in the information that you're sending out or you know, there's an affiliate link that you've got there, the, the affiliate offer is no longer available or the YouTube video is not available, whatever. There's lots of different things that can um, that will change. Information will always change. So even if you had, let's say, a year's worth of, let's say you had 100 emails spread out over a period of a year that you're sending out to your, your subscribers, very you're going to have to maintain that anyway. So, and... And also, you have to consider that when someone joins your list initially, that's, again, that's when they're at their peak of their interest with you. So as typically as time goes by, they will have less and less interest in what you have to offer, okay? Because they will, they will, you know, they will learn what they need to learn from you or they will get that solution that they needed and, you know, and then they move on, maybe move on to something else or whatever. Um, now, if you're, but look, if your content is very valuable and your passion or all that, you know, you, you'll, you'll have subscribers for life. I'm not saying that it's always going to be the case. It will depend really on your content, on your passion. Um, like there's, there's a few people that I really enjoy reading their emails. Not many. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I don't like to be subscribed to a lot of lists. Because I just don't like to get bombarded with stuff. It's very distracting. I'm sure we all know what we're talking about. Uh, so there's very few people that I'm actually subscribed to all the time. And even amongst those, let's say, I may be subscribed to about six people that I get regular emails from. And even from those six, I'll only really read maybe one, maybe two of their emails constantly. Like I'll actually open it and read it. Okay. That's just some things to keep in mind. Now, also, with your follow-up sequence, if you're when you're promoting something, you know your main pro the main product that you're promoting, you want to make sure that you're doing that um, consistently, 
in your sequence and especially at the beginning because again that's when the people are most likely to buy from you 95% of purchases will come within the first month and most of that percentage will be within the first week okay so uh, that's just something to be mindful of also so you know you want to get a mix you want to get a mix in your follow-up sequence you don't want to just be pr promoting the product that you're, you're promoting you want to be offering valuable content and at the same time promoting the product it's also what also works really really well is stories now tell people a story tell them why you're doing what you're doing why you're promoting what you're promoting use you know emotional words passionate words a person that I learned a lot from uh, when it comes to the right words to use is John Carlton. And I highly recommend you check out his stuff. He's excellent. I have Definitely used him. him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Great. So his, his stuff is gold. Now, when it comes to um, telling stories and autoresponder sequences and really getting people engaged, what I'm talking about is... Uh, not just telling just telling them a story in each email, but carrying on the story. Make it like a soap opera. You know, what makes soap operas why do people watch soap operas? Why do they so why are they so dedicated to watching them? Because they always leave you with a cliffhanger at the end. They always leave you wondering, oh what's gonna happen next? They don't always at the end there's always something you're you're waiting to find out. Uh, another example is you know, has anyone ever watched Entertainment Tonight? They always say, oh, you know, next we're going to tell you about something and they've got this, you know, this thing that you're waiting to find out. And it's, they always tell you right at the end, right? But they always say, next, 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 we're going to tell you about this. But they keep you hanging through the whole thing. News programs too. I've seen news programs in Australia where they'll ask you a trivia question and they say, we're going to give you the answer at the end, uh, right after the commercial break. So it's techniques like that that you want to be using in email marketing as well. So you... you as you're taking people through a sequence, tell them, you know, give them a good story, some stuff, and then say, hey, in the next email, I'm going to share with you blah, 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 and, you know, something exciting, something that, you know, and make it something that they want to, they're going to be waiting to hear the next, you know, from you in the next email. Now, where I learned that from is uh, from a product called, it's called Autoresponder Madness. Forget the guy, the first guy's first name is Andre. I can't remember his surname. So that's also a very good product that will help you with autoresponder sequences. I didn't uh, into that, that's autoresponder. Yeah, sure. Um, the product is called uh, Autoresponder Madness by some, something Andre or Andre yeah. something. And the other one, of course, that we were talking about for copywriting, sales, sales copy, uh, a great person to learn from is John Carlton. All right, does that help you, Jane? Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? That helps a lot, a lot. Okay. Great. Hi, John. Thank it's me. Actually, I didn't leave yet. I have to go for 10 minutes, but the person didn't come yet. So actually, kind of uh, this answer to my question too. Uh, okay, good. What I want to ask, do you follow people or an autoresponder in a webinar? Do you follow people who open your email and send to them more information or you treat everybody in the equal? Do I see who's opening my emails uh -huh. and maybe just, just send them an email? Uh, I don't. No? 
yeah, just for for time, you know, at the moment for me, for time reasons, I I just send my whole list when I send a broadcast or an autoresponder. Because uh, for, sorry, it follow takes up a lot of time. To what? What? Sorry, what takes I a lot of time? It takes a lot of time to see if they open or they don't open, and to make lists only for people who open. So you just send to everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's correct. Yeah, it takes too much time, Orica. Yeah, if you yeah. had, know, like, if you had a one million people in your list, would you have the time to send it to all the others? I know, but the, the reason I'm asking because Weber have the uh, the feature to send to the people who open your email. Okay. Yeah, look, sometimes that can come in handy, you know, if there's something else you want to add to those people that have opened them. But if it's a message that can be sent to everyone, mm -hmm. then just send it to everyone. Like I, I had this experience once where, you know, I was getting, I, I, I used to, I've all, I always check to see how many people are opening my emails and all that kind of stuff, what the percentages are and everything. And I remember um, sending out, and I was constantly getting, you know, let's say I'll just throw a figure out. Let's say I had constantly had 500 people uh, opening my emails um, and clicking on the link. There was this one particular email I sent out that almost doubled. It was very different to the normal emails I sent out. And it's just something that really struck a chord with my list. And I had almost double the amount of people opening and clicking through with the link. So guess what I'm trying to say is you never underestimate how many people are actually taking notice of what you're sending out. Mm -hmm. So I, I never like to, I never ever chop down my list and say, oh, these people haven't been opening, I'm not going to send them an email anymore. Yeah. Because it, co it costs the same anyway. So you're saying yes. that you, if you had a thousand subscribers, but you, you, you've, you've got 500 that regularly open the, your emails. Uh, it doesn't mean to say that the other five hundred have lost interest. They're just sort of hanging back and waiting for something that's maybe a bit more interesting. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly okay. right. Orika, you mentioned that um, we sort of we we answered the question that you had. Is that right, Orika? Yes, that was my idea. But you told us to be one month uh, every other day. Then uh, uh, how long to keep them? Probably one year or. As long we consider they we have something interesting to give, so can be probably twice per week or once per week to keep them uh, informed, but has to find something uh, um, really valuable content related. Like our people, my uh, leads are all for business opportunity, and yeah. uh, probably yeah. if I will send the list every. Um, week and also probably the best thing should be to send some video but i'm still that's mm -hmm. my low point so far so okay here's an idea for you Auriga. so let's say these conference calls that we're doing right now if you let's say you were to take notes of the stuff that you're learning and you send that to your list do you think that's something that would be relevant to your list yeah exactly okay so and this is exactly what i do Auriga. What I do is, um, instead of thinking, hey, what am I going to create for this or that, I just look at what I'm doing and document it, okay? Mm -hmm. So, so if, for example, if I'm reading a book, like I like to listen to books all the time, I might take notes and then, and then I can send that, I can create a blog post from that, I can um, talk about it here and, you know, obviously it's added to my podcast, I can take the blog post that I've written and send that to my list. Either send what I've written, the content, or send them 
an email with a link to the blog post. And you know uh, what? That is a, an idea, and I can link this email with your webinar uh, link, uh, saying this is what we are learning every week. And exactly, what so right. are doing so, them to me, uh, I can. Yeah, that is a great idea, John. I will do it. Yeah. So I yeah, on Monday, like because always I take notes. And uh, yeah, we sure. can say, okay, it's Monday again. L look what we learn. Are you interested to be part of our conversation? Uh, join uh, John uh, webinar. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, great, great ideas. At the same time, you're right. So you're you're providing your learning right by coming onto these calls, and you're taking those. You share that with your list. They find it. You know, they'll find it valuable content. They'll appreciate what they're learning. And then again, like you said, at the same, that's a great idea. At the same time. Put a link to your affiliate link to the webinar, exactly. so that they can go learn more. If they want to join the program, you're in commission. Great. So it just works really well. So you're just sharing what you're already doing. You don't you don't have to think about okay, what am I going to create from my list every week? Because you just take what you're doing already and share that with them. Yeah, and that's exactly what I do. That's exactly how I do it as well. Yeah, I see you broadcast and everything you you record and put on there. Yeah, it's good. That is a great idea. We can bring more people online. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another thing for Eureka too is, you know, if you're getting a team of people together, why not have your own conference call with them once a week? So, you know, you train them about sales strategy or you train them about the product or or time management, whatever. You know, talk oh, about whatever. Ask them not. ask them what questions they have. If, you, if there's nothing you want to talk about, ask them, or you can do both, talk about the stuff that you want to talk about, give them updates, product updates, and then ask them what questions they have, answer their questions, and everyone's on the call together, right? You you can record that, you, you and you give that training out to people that weren't able to be there. You maybe even start your own podcast, create your own video at the same time to record your screen, um, upload videos to YouTube, you're getting traffic back to your squeeze page, You know, put, put it on your blog. Can you see where I'm going with this audience? Yeah, I, I am planning, but I still in my network, even if I am more than probably 40 people, no one wants to work, you know. I don't have that people to come on board and work. So when I will have, yes. my plan is to do one like that. And because in the business, in the water business, it's a lot of things which you have to talk. And I will yeah. do this. I will yeah. definitely. Well, you know, and, and what will happen is if, let's say, you, you make a weekly call available, it, it'll help motivate your team too. So, help, oh, yeah. To help take those people and and they'll want to work. So, but because uh, my company, Nagic, has a very, very uh, strong um, internet presence, I want to bring them, when I find the right people, to bring them under your. Uh, coach because I like this hour call where they can learn more to promote the product on the internet. Yeah, and that would be great and they're very welcome here. But you know what, Orega, I think you could do this yourself. Thank you. As well. I think, and you should be doing it because, again, you've got that knowledge, you've got experience, you've got enthusiasm. So that that's something you should seriously uh, think about. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, thank you, Riga. Now, uh, TK, um, not spending enough time in the business. Now, there, there's something that I know, I know, TK, you've most probably heard me say this many times. It's something that I do myself, and I highly encourage. Now, what I do when I find I'm really busy, but there is something important I want to get done, 
I say to myself, all right, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day on this. Okay, I'll give you an example. So there was a point a while back where I wanted to write a book. I created a book that I was going to put on Kindle. And, but there was just so much going on, but it really was something I wanted to do. What I said was, okay, I'm going to spend 15 minutes a day on this book. And what happened was, it took me, oh, I don't know how long it took me. It took maybe a month or something, but it got done. And it only took me 15 minutes a day. But whereas, because what happens is when you, when you say to yourself, I'm just going to spend 15 minutes a day, you know, that's not a lot. Now, everyone can really spend 15 minutes a day on something. And what happens is because you are spending that time of day, you do actually get stuff done and you'd be surprised just how much you do get done. And, and many times too, that 15 minutes will turn into half an hour, maybe even an hour. Because, you know, the hardest part is usually getting started. So what I recommend, TK, if you find you're really busy, but you, you, at the back of your mind, you're thinking, hey, I really should be doing getting more done with my online business, just say to yourself, okay, I'm just going to spend 15 minutes a day um, on working on my online business. And uh, yeah, again, I, I know you'll be very surprised what you can do. I really appreciate everyone being on the call. I hope you got a lot out of today's call. As always, if there's any questions during the week, please use the support ticketing system at johnluggedarkus.com forward slash support. Is everyone happy with today's call? You're able to get something out of it? Yes, totally. Yep, okay, great. All right, thanks everyone. Have a great week. Oh, you have a good day. Okay. Thanks, John. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlegadakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.